Welcome to the Marketing Technology Podcast. News, tools, and tips from marketing technology companies and the marketers using them. Here's Douglas Carr. Doug Carr with another in our leadership series. And I have across the table for me a fantastic longtime friend here in town, uh, Michael Reynolds from SpinWeb. Hey, Michael. Hey, Doug. What's up? Glad to hear I'm fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been called fantastic for a while, so that's, that's kind of <laughs> well, like, nice for my ego. I think when I when I first started the agency, you were one of those people that you know opened your door and everything else. So I always try mm-hmm. to I always try to you know somehow I don't know if I've ever paid you back for that, but. <laughs> Oh, many times, many times. Oh, all good, the, all the content you produce by itself is enough alone. So, <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Um, we, we all watch you, and it, like you know, when 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 Doug does something cool, we're always you know, paying attention. So, <laughs> well, well, hopefully that's that's once a year, or yeah, so. at least once a year, maybe even twice. Uh, for for people listening, uh, maybe start out just with about SpinWeb when you started it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then what you focus on. Yeah, sure. We've been around twenty years. This is actually our twentieth year in business, which in internet years is like that's crazy long. So yeah. I tell clients that and like what like because they talk to agencies that are like you know they started three years ago and stuff and, and right. yeah, we've been doing this for a long time. So uh, we started. Um, I actually started the company with a friend at Ball State in a dorm room. So it's kind of a fun you know, nineties.com startup yeah. story. <laughs> and we've grown to, uh, to who we are now, which is 20 people. Oh, that's uh, fantastic. We've got a staff of, yeah, a team of 20. Um, and we serve, we've kind of developed this specialty in really conservative, highly regulated industries. So we do a lot of big enterprise web projects, kind of the, uh, um, the really complex high content, you know, hundreds, thousands of pages, uh, stuff for hospitals, banks, credit unions, government, you know, manufacturing. So that's kind of our niche. C- companies that are really um, security conscious, really yeah. highly regulated, really conservative, looking for a partner that can meet those technology and security needs. And inbound marketing is one of our primary services for them as well. So lead generation, we're HubSpot partners, right. really big into HubSpot. Uh, do a lot of content production and a lot of uh, digital advertising, which I think we're talking about today. Yeah. And that's that's kind of where we focus. So, yeah. Well, that's those are tough industries too. Yeah, they are. You know, it's yeah. it's. Uh, I feel like uh, whenever we're talking to those kinds of clients or, or prospects, we're we're dragging them. <laughs> that's why I said conservative. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. a lot of times, the stuff we bring to them is, is brand new. It's like, well, we've never you know gone this deep into using Facebook for our company before. We've never gone this deep into you know inbound marketing, or we've never thought to connect the dots. You know, seven steps down the chain to plug into the sales process and you know, how do we do this? And so, uh, again, they sometimes have trouble finding a partner that can handle the technology and the IT yeah. requirements, and all the compliance and the NDAs and all the stuff we have to sign. And we're just really good at that. We just, I might have it's some a breeze for us. For and, you. Yeah, so yeah. I'll take them. I'll take them. <laughs> so it's a walk in the park for us. We're, we're experts at that. So. Well, and it's, it's gotta be great to be able to come to the table and say, we've served these types of clients mm-hmm. before. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I, I remember uh, probably the last, maybe it was the last time I visited you. Um, you were doing a lot of credit unions. You were mm-hmm. doing a lot of... That's a big market yeah, for us. Uh, yeah. Banks and credit unions we love. That's a, The financial services industry in general, we're very good at. I, You know, the thing that's fascinating me, uh, you know, about that industry is um, I, I spoke at an event and we were talking to, it was mostly insurance, banks, you know, everything else. Mm-hmm. And and you could see like the, uh, it, it, was a, it was a tough one to prepare for because I didn't want to talk about, oh, here's all the benefits of social media. Here's all the... Because that's what they hear every single day. Right. But they're running their bank the same way that they've run it for 10 years and it's been working. Mm-hmm. And so they, they often just go, F's, you know, whatever. These, yeah. these, <laughs> the shiny 
things that these guys are talking about. The kids about. are, yeah, the Snapchat and the Instagrams and the kids. and <laughs> Right, right, right. But what I, what I, so what I did was I totally flipped the model and I just talked about customers and I just talked about like mm-hmm. behavior. And that's what these guys are starting to understand, right? Is that mm-hmm. the customer experience is what's changed. And if they're not catching up and staying ahead, if they're not on Facebook, if they're not, mm-hmm. you know, creating that, that's that's where they're missing out, right? Yeah, using that bank example is a really good one because it used to be you you walk to the branch or you drive to the branch, you walk in, you talk to a teller, or they you know exchange paper, you get what you need, and now. I mean, no one under 30 does that. I mean, you open your app, you open your website, you might go to an ATM to do something. Yeah. But I mean, take a picture of your checks. Yeah, take a picture of your checks. I mean, it's all and everything is uh, is up to the minute. It's real time. It's online. It's fast paced, and you've got to meet the demand. I mean, I you know I I have a lot of different banks I use, and uh, the majority of them are internet only banks actually. Yeah. Because the the technology is important to me. Uh, the online access is important to me. And that's the user experience you just talked about. And it's yeah. not a second thought to them, right? Right. Because it's their primary. It's their gateway. primary. Yeah. 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 We have some great local banks here in Indianapolis that I work with too that have really good online systems. And I appreciate that. And You can mention them. I can? Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I work with uh, Starbank. Uh, they're uh, a great partner. And uh, First Merchants Bank is a great partner as well um, for both uh, business and personal. And uh, yeah, so. Nice. Uh, and then I use Ally Bank, which is an online only bank, uh, Capital One, online only. Um, looked at Everbank as well. I've got some employees who use Everbank. So yeah, some good, good partners out there. And uh, they're more and more starting to understand that, hey, we've got to make an effort to reach people online because right. we all look the same until we make someone feel different by helping them. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 and I'll mention my bank, and, and, um, but I'm with Chase. Oh, the evil empire, Chase? <laughs> yeah, 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 Chase has awesome yeah, technology. Yeah, put, I'll give put, you that. Put your money where the mob is, right? <laughs> <laughs> they have some of the best technology, though. Well, and, and and part of it was a, a few years back, we were working international law, and banks just hadn't come up to speed with that. Mm-hmm. You know, most people were local and regional, and, yeah. and they didn't have those offerings. And uh, But what I will say is the amazing thing to me is now when I walk in, when I actually walk into a Chase, you know, mm-hmm. there's eight windows, and there's one teller and she's in the back handling everything she's handling yeah. the drive through and all of the yeah i've noticed that and and one of the things that i actually wrote them and said this you know i was like if if you're if you're not going to man up you know the mm. either close the branch and and then put those people online for customer service yeah. like yeah. like <laughs> you are already trained to make people happy yeah so help them you know retransition those skills to where people are spending more of the time which is online I right agree. or video right. conference there's a lot of banks yeah. that are looking at video conferencing and real-time communication so that's awesome yeah that's yeah. that oh that's a cool idea all right let me ask you i was gonna say we're off on a tangent and we're gonna talk we're, we're gonna we're talk that back <laughs> we're gonna talk about advertising yeah. here in a second but the one thing i want to know is from a hubspot perspective working mm-hmm. with these highly regular let's say manufacturing uh, and, and, and banking, mm-hmm. let's say, sure. you know, how is HubSpot helping those organizations? How, how is the inbound marketing, mm-hmm. you know, how are they bringing leads in? Yeah. Well, it's all about education. Typically the, the first thing we lead with typically with inbound marketing is education because a lot of times any company had, you know, falls prey to this. They think, Oh, well, I've got to market my service, market my product. And they start going transactional, you know, yeah. they're like, Oh, we'll buy our stuff, go sign up for this loan, go buy this product, go, you know, spend money with us. And you know, it's, it's age old story. You can't, you can't propose on the first date. Like right. you're proposing on the first date, you're asking for the sale. 
And leading with education is kind of the, one of the core tenets of inbound marketing is, you know, expand that process a little bit. Take a little more time, you know, instead, yeah. instead of trying to get a transaction today, try to earn some trust today. And then six months later, maybe even get a bigger sale and a better relationship and a larger customer. So, so with inbound marketing, HubSpot is, uh, we looked at a lot of different tools and HubSpot's our tool of choice because sure. the user interface is so good. You guys use HubSpot, I know yep. as well. I think you're a little more tool agnostic than we are. We're pretty much unabashedly, yeah. you know, yeah, HubSpot yeah, yeah. pro. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, so the user interface is great and it really lets us help these companies develop content to educate their audience and then track what's happening all the way down to the sale. So, you know, we can publish content over here. Of course, you can't see me. I'm, you know, pointing yeah. at the desk here. <laughs> <laughs> over here, they can publish content over here and then watch a person named Bob, for example, you know, read that content, uh, take some action here, listen to a podcast here, watch a video here, you know, kind of spend some more time hanging around. And then finally, when they talk to someone in the sales department or download, you know, a consultation form, or whatever, do something, you can see all the stuff that happened and you can see what's working and you can see why they made that decision. Nice. And that really helps, but helps us track all that data because the data is where we learn how to get better. And is it is it uh, you know for banking is it starting an account? Is that the is that yeah like that's the a ultimate very common conversion. Start open an account. Talk to a business banking specialist. Talk okay. to a loan specialist. Stuff okay. like that. Yeah. Awesome. I you know, I didn't know that some banks were that far along. Yeah. Um, I will <laughs> say the credit unions are a little. Um, at least in our audience, the credit unions are a little more apt to try that. Uh, banks are a little more conservative. We found than credit unions, but both are really you know we love to see both banks and credit unions start to think this way because yeah. they're all just, and really it makes sense because again, we're talking about banks and credit unions, it's all about the relationship. They right. all look the same because they all sell the same right. thing, except the relationship is what makes them different. Yeah. And it's, so when you extend the relationship onto the digital space, it can be really powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Are you a marketing technology company looking to increase your market share? Contact Doug and his team at DK New Media for information on their public relations, search engine marketing, and content strategies, including a dedicated show on this podcast. Email info at dknewmedia.com. All right, for folks to, to find Michael uh, online, just go to spinweb.net, S-P-I-N-W-E-B. That's it, Dot <laughs> <laughs> com also works. Oh, does it? Oh, good. And yeah, we grabbed dot com a while back. We just stuck with dot net to make us different. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And then, uh, of course, you're all across uh, social media, mm -hmm. Facebook, um, Twitter. So please give Michael a call, especially if you're in a regulated industry and, and want some assistance. They've got great experience there. Uh, we brought Michael in today to talk about digital advertising. And I, and I, as soon as he had mentioned, you know, speaking about that, I was excited because we honestly don't do a lot of it. Um, and, and most of everything that we're doing is, is pull, you know, we're, yeah. we're, we're always pulling people in. However, that doesn't mean that we don't know that that's a gap. We absolutely know that that's a gap when we, if we're producing some great content piece for, for a client, going organic is great, but it's slow. You know, and yeah. and so we know that we've got to get to a point where we're accelerating growth and reach, you know, through digital advertising. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you had mentioned was how successful you guys have been with these clients with Facebook. So maybe you can just start out with that. Yeah, sure. So um, I do. I, I love I could talk about Facebook for hours. So you got to slow me down here if I get crazy. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, digital advertising is one of those things where you're right when it's when you're looking at the organic side of things, it's it's powerful. It works, you know, SEO, organic SEO, organic social media. 
not so much anymore organic social media. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But organic SEO obviously is still huge, especially sure. for the industries we talked about. So organic SEO is is really really important, to take, but it does take time. It can take years and years to rank. I mean, we're you know we're finding that just now we're ranking for even new stuff that we've spent seven years building content for. Right and now we're enjoying it and it's great. So don't discount that. But the problem is the world moves so fast. It, a lot of times if you go to an organization and say, well, it's going to take you, you know, three to five years to really rank for this term and really get momentum. It's just during the headlights. It's like, we yes. can't, I can't wait that long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just can't wait. My, my boss or my board is going to demand accountability in six months. And so we've found that digital advertising is kind of the dark horse missing component of inbound marketing that is still underutilized yeah. a lot. And we are utilizing it like crazy. And um, some of the things we're doing, so digital advertising, just to back up a little bit, is spending money on social media or spending money on search. Uh, we kind of put it in the category of all this lumped together of if you're spending money on AdWords uh, or spending money on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter, you're doing digital advertising because you are not sure. you're not putting stuff out there hoping the platform finds you or distributes it. You're actually saying, I'm actively going to pay you to put this stuff in front of the right people. And so going back to the transactional discussion we had, um, again, the first temptation people have is to start writing ads for sales. Oh, uh, apply for this loan, buy this product, download, you know, this, talk to this salesperson, whatever. And this, <clears throat> excuse me, the same principles apply to digital advertising is inbound marketing in general, to me anyway, yeah. and to us, because you've got to start with the trust building part of it. So a lot of what we're doing is we are augmenting an existing program. So we have content, we have articles out there, we have webinars, we have videos, we have podcast episodes, we have infographics, we have uh, worksheets, all this inbound marketing content that people can use to help them, but they aren't finding it organically. So we amplify it through, let's say LinkedIn yeah. or through Facebook, and we're getting in front of exactly the right people. So that's what's really powerful is we talk about personas a lot uh, and target market. So, you know, one of our personas is marketing directors. Yours is probably the same. Yeah. You know, banks have a personas of, you know, people with a certain, you know, net worth or household income or business owners in a certain geography um, or hospitals are looking for a certain type of, you know, per people or whatever. So you find those personas and social media advertising really lets you pinpoint those personas exactly and almost perfectly yeah. so that you can get your content in front of the right people and then get them to engage with you and then start down that, that funnel in that process. Sometimes so all the way down to a company. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we've done that a lot. Yeah. It's really kind of cool because uh, actually I'm, I've got a, we've got a few side brands through spinning. Well, one of our side brands is called inbound back office and it's a little, um, little company brand that is specifically focused on providing uh, augmented team support for inbound marketing agencies. Oh, so we nice. have people to help them with, you know, hourly HubSpot support, graphic design, uh, digital advertising, uh, calendar management, virtual assistant stuff. And so, we went in and read a Facebook ad and we just typed in all the companies that are inbound or the HubSpot partners and yeah. we just target them. So now <laughs> yeah. that ad is in front of all the HubSpot partners that we found and it's really easy. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's a, that's a growing niche too, the yeah. augmenting. I, I, we, I mean, obviously you see the office today, there's nobody here. Yeah. Maybe we could help you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so the majority of our work is that yeah. we have experts that we bring in on everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so, so, so people, people might wonder, Doug, did you bring a competitor into the office? No, I did <laughs> not. Um, you know, our, our focus is marketing and technology companies. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, it's, it's almost 
from our client standpoint, it's almost pure at that mm-hmm. point. And, and that's what we're working towards. And that's because we have the marketing tech blog. That's yeah. our, you know, so we have some audience that we can hand a client, mm-hmm. you know, I- immediately. Yeah. Um, so digital, uh, uh, one of the things that you said that I want to reiterate, you're not going for a sale. You're not, you're not putting a coupon code and a discount. Typically not. And yeah, everything we, else. We don't do a lot with B2C brands where that could work really well, but we yeah. don't do a transactional type of sale. And yeah. that's, and that's, uh, I think that's important for everybody to hear online because I think that's one of the fallacies. Maybe that's not the right word, but of, of like social media advertising mm-hmm. is, is that perfect word for it. Actually, I, I don't go to Facebook to go find a bank. Mm-hmm. However, if I'm having, you know, issues with my checking or issues with taxes or issues with wealth planning or mm-hmm. whatever, and there happens to be this great article that pops up mm-hmm. and it's focused on someone with my yeah. income and my age and everything else, well, that's perfect. Yeah. You know, now now I'm going to go download it and read it and then obviously increase that trust. Yeah. And what's cool is you can allow it opt-in with very little effort. So one of the coolest things, and you mentioned talking about Facebook, so I'll go ahead and kind of jump into the Facebook yeah. world. And so a lot of times when we talk to, again, going back to conservative industries like this, the first thing they want to do is which network do you expect them to want to be on? Right. Which, LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone yeah. says, well, Facebook is for kids and, yeah. and cat videos, so we're going yeah. to we're gonna start with LinkedIn. So our, our boss tells me he's going to spend money on LinkedIn. That's it, because we're a bank or we're a manufacturing company or we're right. a nonprofit or we're a whatever. Actually, nonprofits like Facebook, so I shouldn't yeah. say that. But, or we're an engineering firm. We have some engineering firms. And the first thing they do is go to LinkedIn. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. We'll, we'll start with LinkedIn. But let us, let us spend a little bit on Facebook as well and let us show you what we can do. And the difference between the platforms, I like LinkedIn, by the way, a lot, sure. but LinkedIn is pretty limited. You you can basically amplify content on LinkedIn. Um, you can encourage downloads or transactions like a, like a webinar registration or a, you know download an ebook or something, promote a video. Uh, you can get people, you can get the right people to your website, but you can't really track it as well. You can't build custom audiences. You can't, you can't be quite as sticky. And so... Yeah. On Facebook, one example of what you can do, which is great for B2B especially, is you can amplify an article, get that in front of, let's say, Doug, you know, certain income, age, very sought after demographic, I'm sure, yeah. um, just like me. So <laughs> yeah. we, um, we have a demographic you're targeting, um, you know, let's say your wealth management firm, you've got a net income you're targeting, demographic, geography, interests maybe, uh, even occupation like a physician or a lawyer. And so you target those people um, on LinkedIn and you get them to read an article on your website. Well, once they're on your website, you can then let Facebook take over because you build what's called a custom audience. And so Facebook builds a custom audience of people that have looked at that page. It drops them into a group on Facebook, which you can then market more content to as a group. So let's say then you Uh, have a webinar that goes with the article. The webinar says, here's a deep dive into financial planning, you know, based on expanding on the topic you just read about. Oh, sure. Okay. I read the article and now they found me through, since I already was tagged by looking at the page, I'm going to go down, like, register for the webinar now. Nice. Then they're attending the webinar. You can track the conversions and see if they converted and if they registered, how many dollars you're paying per conversion. And then you can do more with them even from that point. So you can do a lot by combining the networks as well and do what they do best. So LinkedIn is awesome for, for B2B companies looking for a certain job title or a certain persona and then Facebook is great for taking over and extending it further and promoting the conversion. One of the things that uh, one of the things that I really like about Facebook is that I don't have to pay for 
demographic reports with anybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I you can build your audience I right can there. Build yeah. my audience, yeah. and so it's for anybody listening. You can upload your basically your customer email list. Yeah. And output. Oh, here's all our demographics, yeah. and, and build that audience then to then target. And I love that feature too. You can. Um, you can, like you said, upload your, your email list and target those people. So if you have a database you've built of like, let's say 10,000 people in, you know, HubSpot or MailChimp or whatever, upload that list and then send social media sponsored campaigns to people that already know about you because they're in your database. Yeah. And that's really powerful. And there's something else called uh, lead ads on Facebook, which I told you I was obsessed. <laughs> yeah, no, this <laughs> which, is awesome. Which is really, really powerful in that you can now get a conversion without making people leave Facebook at all. You've probably seen this, obviously. Yeah. Um, so you can, what we've done with a lot of our clients is they're promoting a webinar and the webinar, you know, requires a registration, obviously. So we link the webinar through GoToWebinar, for example, um, to the Facebook lead ad. And the lead ad is set up so that someone can click on the sponsored post and say, sign up. And it pops up a little window right there in Facebook and autofills their name, autofills their email address, other information that Facebook has if we ask for it. And they can click and say confirm and they've registered. And it flows their contact information into the webinar system and they're good to go. So with two clicks and no data entry, uh, they have registered for your webinar in a very frictionless way. And the conversion rate ends up being really high as a result because they yeah. can do it on mobile too. Just tap twice on mobile and they're good to go. I think I, I'm surprised that, um, you know, like Facebook is offering that. And then I know they're, they're testing buy buttons and everything mm -hmm. else. Um, I'm surprised that all the social I, I like, I, I, I saw recently that Twitter pulled their buy team. They, they were working on a buy button and they just, yes, and they just, I, and they just expired the team. They're not working on it anymore. I'll be honest. I'm so like over Twitter. Right. <laughs> right. I, I, I say this on our podcast too. We have a podcast uh, or a yeah, podcast called spin radio. Um, is it okay to give yeah. the, oh, yeah, a, yeah. go to spinweb.net slash radio. You can subscribe there. So, um, we talk about this a lot there. I'm, I'm so over Twitter, Twitter. I just don't know what they're doing. Like I, their I, platform is like kind of a mixture of not as good as either of the, you know, LinkedIn <laughs> or Facebook. They have like the worst of both. It's just, I mean, I think it's good for certain industries, like in the government, it's great for entertainment, for certain consumer products, but I haven't had a lot of traction on Twitter. We never I, see great results in our industries. I joke that it's the, uh, it's the girl in the fifth grade that I love that never listens or talks to me. <laughs> That's a great analogy. <laughs> That's going to be in my head every time I think of it. Yeah. So, uh, cause I love, cause we all have that girl from fifth grade yeah. that never talked to us. Yeah. We all have it. Yeah. Cause I love Twitter, Yeah, but they're not listening. Yeah. They, I just feel like they're just not listening and, and, and they just make these wacky decisions that throw everybody into a firestorm yeah. and then they back down and, and, and it could be so good. Yes. And I think part of my issue is my fault. I've, I've built a, I've been lazy about building my community on Twitter and now it's just, I mean, it's, I need to clean it up. It's just yeah. kind of a junkyard of like all this noise. And so that's partly my fault. I'll, but take, that's every, I'll take some blame. But that's Twitter's too. You know, like one of the things that I notice is, is, um, and we're going off on a tangent here, that's but, a guy like but, <laughs> but I'll, I'll see that someone followed me and of course they're promoting something, mm -hmm. you know, and then I'll, I'll go look at their Twitter page and they have 400 of those updates targeted to different people. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, th that's not a tough algorithm to catch and kick yeah, someone they don't even off. Try. Facebook is really good at trying. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Twitter doesn't really seem to try very hard. So. And I and I think it's because they always want to tout how many tweets per minute and how many users are active mm -hmm. on a certain day. And so it's all bots, you know. So, yeah, yeah we've I, just turned it off. I mean, we have a couple of clients yeah. that are – 
you know, that really want to keep trying it. But we're like, you know what? LinkedIn, Facebook, AdWords. Yeah. That's where we're spending our money and nice. our time. Let's let's talk about that. I, I want to know, you know, from your standpoint, when you're working with a client um, budget, mm-hmm. right? You know, so if, if we're working on content and, you know, obviously I have a beautiful website that you guys have built uh, and HubSpot is implemented. So you have landing pages and calls mm-hmm. to actions. Everything's measurable at, you know, what percentage of a budget, you know, for a given client would go towards advertising? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. It's something that we, we still kind of struggle with because it's, there's no one answer. Right. Um, I like to first talk about how much do you make per sale? Like if you're, if you're selling $5 widgets, it probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense to spend a bunch on AdWords unless you can get really good volume and really like, you know, razor thin focus that, you know, those conversions and details and optimize down to the, the cent. Yeah. Um, if you're selling $10,000 consulting packages, then you can probably spend yeah. a healthy amount than you should because <laughs> yes. you might spend five grand this month and make 20 grand from it. You just keep ratcheting up and optimizing it and you're good to go. Yeah. So I kind of start with that. But I, I like to start the conversation by saying, you know, you've got to stop thinking of social media as free. Social media used to be free, and there was kind of the Wild West, you know, utopian days of, oh, I could post things on Facebook and LinkedIn, and like, you know, hundreds of people would see it automatically, right. yay, because no one else was there. Now everyone's there, and it's just a kind yeah. of crap fest sometimes. It's noisy. Yeah, yeah. And so um, you've got to stop thinking of social media as free. You've got to start thinking of social media as advertising just like a radio ad or a billboard or a magazine ad or a TV commercial. Um, once you start thinking of it that way, you stop being mad at spending money on Facebook because <laughs> some right. people just get mad because they're like, I shouldn't have to spend money on social media. Yeah, you should because it's a channel. Yeah. They're a for-profit LinkedIn's yeah. a for-profit company. They're not a government service or a nonprofit. They're right. in to make money. And so just like your TV stations and your billboard companies. And so I, I keep telling people with Facebook live the same thing. Yeah, I keep saying it's awesome right now, but wait. Wait till they monetize it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're gonna pay to get your audience, and we see it coming. So yeah, don't yeah. be mad when yeah, that happens. Exactly. <laughs> or you can be mad, but when it doesn't there's matter. 400 people posting a video yeah. at the same time, guess what? <laughs> Someone's gonna pay. Exactly. <laughs> it's gonna be you. <laughs> so, um, so when you think of it that way, you're more likely to say, okay, I'm gonna allocate a good, healthy percentage. So the percentage is gonna vary. I mean, I don't know what it is for any given company. You've got to figure that out together. But we have, you know, we have some clients that are very conservative and they're dipping their toe in spending a few hundred dollars a month. Yep. You know, that's a good start. That's yep. okay. Um, we have some clients spending, you know, $5,000 a month on social media advertising and AdWords and maybe more than that. I, I talked to a company recently that's spending $90,000 a month on right. AdWords alone. Right. Uh, but it's because they are a national, you know, maybe a global audience. They have a high ticket sale per transaction. It makes sense for them. And at so, that volume you're really getting great data to, yeah. to be able to measure the risk. You know, you know yeah. that you're, you're basically trading money. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're trading $1 to make 10. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah. So don't be afraid to allocate a good healthy spend toward advertising. It may take a little while to optimize and kind of figure it out. But if you're with, you know, an agency like yours or mine, obviously Doug, not mine. We, <laughs> now you don't <laughs> Okay. <laughs> then obviously it may, you know, that can be some help too, but, but, but that's an, that's an essential part of this, right? I saw it with AdWords when AdWords first, you know, kind of took off is everybody tried it and said, mm-hmm. Oh, this sucks. Yeah. And, and I, and I joke that, you know, Google set it up that way. They were just going to take as much money from as many mm-hmm. people that didn't understand the, yeah. 
system. Exactly. Like that's where all their profit comes from. It doesn't come from guys that <laughs> the know people how to try use for it. a month and give up. Exactly. Well, we made hundred bucks off this guy yeah. and that guy, and yeah. you know, $10,000 later, we're okay. <laughs> but it's a really important element here is that these systems, you know, you're, you're paying money out and you mm -hmm. need to tweak them, right? Yeah. You need yeah. to adjust them. And, and maybe you can talk about, you know, both, both obviously from, the audience side mm -hmm. and who you're targeting and then the messaging side. Right. And, yeah. and that's a process that you're going through for clients. It is. So you've got to uh, multivariate AB test your, your data or your ads. So, you know, I, we set up an ad uh, recently for uh, another um, uh, kind of corporate client that is focusing on four different markets and they're not sure which one's going to perform best with our program that we're helping them with. And so we set up four different campaigns the exact same campaign, but to four different audiences. And then within each campaign, six different variations of, you know, ad copy and uh, images. And so we're going to spend the next few weeks seeing which ones perform best. So we can kind of, you know, take this one away, you know, ramp up this one, take this one away, put something new in the mix. So every time we make a change, we're helping them spend less and less and getting better and better results. So a lot of people, they just kind of run one campaign and say, well, okay, um, that's my campaign. I'm going to try it. I right. might do some more. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Works that's for me. My, that's my favorite. Yeah. I, well, I really like this ad the best. I like that picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that picture of that guy on that table or that, <laughs> yeah. that, that cat or whatever in the in yeah. the window. I, whatever. I mean, I yeah. Saying, but, it doesn't matter what you like. And what I always find is the one I like best is the one that they hate. Yeah. <laughs> the one yes. I like best is the one that performs the worst usually. Yeah. So, so I'm like, you know what? Don't listen to me. Listen to data. <laughs> oh my God! Thank you for yeah. saying that. I say the same thing. I, the, my first is look. It's not. A, it's not about you. Yeah. You know, this is about your. You know, your prospect out there, yeah, and it's not exactly. about me. You know, yeah. let's try. I mean, four yeah, I'll things. pick one if you want me to. Yeah. But I'll be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And people like they and they. One of my pet peeves is. We asked someone, hey, are you doing Facebook advertising right now? Oh, yeah, I'm doing Facebook advertising. What are you doing? Oh, well, I boosted that post. I boosted that one too. That is like the tip of the iceberg. That is like 1% of what you can do on Facebook. So it goes way beyond boosting posts. So you can go so deep into these platforms. And I would argue that it, it's worth going that deep because when you commit the time and sometimes the money and the effort, um, you can get amazing payoff yeah. down the road. Infographics and white papers continue to lead search and content strategies throughout the web. DK New Media researches, designs, and promotes the best informational graphic and most well-produced white papers in the industry. Contact Doug and his team at DK New Media for additional information. Email info at dknewmedia.com. Nice. Nice. Well, uh, once again, we're talking with Michael Reynolds from SpinWeb, uh, spinweb.net. Uh, check him out. And uh, we're talking digital advertising, especially as a, uh, in, in uh, a lot about social advertising, which I think is just an essential part of the marketing mix for any client right now. If they, and, and again, I'll say, you know, you, you mentioned it before. I think there's the um, if you're starting organic, it's going to take a long time, mm -hmm. you know, and those are the expectations that we set with clients is look a year, wait, At wait, least. wait a year. Yeah. And then we'll show you all of the indicators are moving in the right direction. However, you know, we always looked at paid, you know, AdWords and, and everything else as look, if you need leads today, mm -hmm. you know, do that now. And then over time, you can pull down your costs by mm -hmm. having by increasing organic. But if you need leads now, you yeah. know PR and advertising are 
that's yeah. that's about it. I agree. And PR is not my world at all. I'll leave that to yeah. you guys. But uh, you know, digital advertising. We leave absolutely. it. We leave it to Ditto. Yeah. <laughs> so we leave it to someone else. <laughs> but um, are you are you, get, are you getting a general thing here? <laughs> well, PR is posting Doug. a press release, right? That's PR. <laughs> we we can do PR. <laughs> so uh, you're right. I mean, I, and I'm impatient. I'm I am one of the most impatient guys around. I want leads today. I right. want stuff happening right now. I want this. You know, within days, I want results. And so. That is absolutely the case. You can run an AdWords campaign, a LinkedIn campaign, a Facebook campaign, and within days, you can start getting results you can take to your board or your boss and put in your spreadsheet and start saying, hey, things are happening today. Yep. And that's what I love about it. Nice. Um, anything from a, you know, obviously, uh, you, you know, you have your advertising budget. Um, as you guys are managing, when you guys manage that, let's say you're managing it for us as mm -hmm. an agency. What what does that relationship look like? Is that a you know, mm -hmm. hey, long term contract and there's a maintenance fee plus advertising costs mm -hmm. and everything else? Yeah, we keep it pretty clean from a spend standpoint. We always have our clients put their payment information nice. directly on file with the network. Uh, you know, LinkedIn, Facebook, AdWords. Uh, we want to make sure they still own their property and their payment information. That's so, a beautiful thing. Yeah, and then yeah. they add us as a user so that we're if they ever want to if they don't like us one day they can detach us and we're yep. you know no problem. So. Um, so we always make sure it's very clean. They take ownership, um, just like their domain name, stuff like that. I'm really big on clients having ownership of their same, stuff. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> I've, seen, I've rescued so many clients from agencies right? that burned them by saying, oh, we're going to control all your stuff. And yeah. anyway, tangent. So yeah, uh, domains, hosting. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. So, um, so yeah, so we keep it pretty clean. And then from a relationship standpoint, uh, we do charge, um, we do long term. It's a retainer, so we like yeah. to say it's a relationship. But we we do starter projects first, so we do what's called the agile methodology for engagement. So we'll start by doing some complimentary consulting and say, hey, come in for a half day, spend some time with us. You know, let's do a brain dump of all the stuff you want to accomplish. Let's put it all on this project board. Let's start to prioritize stuff. Let's talk about you know what costs might look like, and then we might spend four to six weeks just doing a, an introductory project. I'll say, okay, let's do three campaigns and let's measure this and let's do this piece of content for you. And we'll, we'll kind of map out a chunk of work to do and we'll see how it goes and we'll work together. And if that goes well, then we'll say, well, let's, would you like to do a long-term engagement where you get even more of our attention and we can really start to create a workflow where we're helping you manage this stuff. We're making content. We're doing your ad optimizations nice. and your spend is coming from you, obviously but yeah. our, our fees for the, the management and the consulting of it. Great. Great. So, uh, and, uh, and oh, man, that's too much information. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do another podcast. And you'll, and you'll kind of balance, you'll balance all of the different channels and, mm -hmm. and help them, you know, evolve with that. And we can guess, I mean, obviously for certain industries, we'll say, yeah, you need, let's start with LinkedIn or let's do LinkedIn and, and AdWords, or let's do, let's start with this. We kind of, doing it 20 years, we have enough experience to know where to start. Yep. But yeah, we'll balance and we'll say, well, let's try these three initiatives. And as we learn, we'll, we'll rebalance them better. We'll kind of like your portfolio and your investments, you know, you yep. got to rebalance it and make sure you're performing well. And we'll do that. Yeah. Great. Great. All right. Once again, Michael Reynolds from SpinWeb. We have to keep saying that, you know, throughout the podcast that we also Doug Carr from DK New Media. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll hit you back. Oh, nice, nice plug. <laughs> DKNewMedia.com yeah. on the circle. Uh, yeah, if you're a marketing tech client, come to us. If you're <laughs> if you're a regulated client, go there to Michael. Go. And if you want ads, go to Michael. <laughs> we'll talk to one of us, and we'll point you in the right direction. Yeah, we exactly. Know what do you think? the most exciting changes are that are kind of happening to these industries right now? 
the industries or the yeah, or the, the ad the market platforms ad platforms and okay uh, the ad platforms um, I love Facebook is cutting edge I, I keep going back to Facebook over and over and I sound like a broken record but um, Facebook is is here to stay and it is the present and the future and if you're not betting on Facebook you need to think about it um, okay. I, I we're betting on Facebook heavily as one of the most significant platforms for pretty much any client we work with um, because I mean, they are moving so rapidly. You know, Facebook Live is the newest thing. They're doing live video streaming. Yep. Um, the Facebook Business Manager and the Power Editor are so mature, and the stuff you can do with it in terms of, you know, demographics and tracking and workflows and tracking conversions and seeing your spend, um, all that stuff. They're just moving so fast. Yep. And the integrations they have with other systems, with HubSpot, with other platforms, um, there's just so much going on. Facebook is moving so fast. It's really exciting. Every time they come out with a new you know, feature like when they came out with lead ads, I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. We can now get so our, our conversion rates for our clients can go so much higher now because they've reduced the friction. So stuff like that. Um, so that gets really excited. And I'm really excited about the data that we're able to get now. I mean, you know, 10 years ago, even five years ago, we couldn't have this kind of data. It, it was much more difficult to say, okay, Bob is over here on my website. How can I follow him and watch his behavior until he calls someone in the sales department? I couldn't see that stuff. Right. But now we can see it. And if you're not able to see it, there's no excuse for that. You've got to get on it nice. because your competitors are seeing that. Your competitors are seeing your customers you know, on their websites move around and they're gathering data and learning how to respond to them. So stuff like HubSpot helps with that. Yep. Uh, the social platforms are good at helping with that. So that's what's exciting is the amount of intelligence that we can get that was previously only accessible to huge companies with stuff like SAP and whatever and you know whatever big sure. expensive platforms they were using. We can do it now at the mid market and the small business level too. And and uh, one of the things that I noticed as you're talking about the you know your excitement for Facebook and Facebook ads, you're not talking about using any other tool but Facebook, right? What sometimes for, for yeah. I mean, for actually monitoring the ads, improving oh, yeah, the ads, yeah. everything else. So I remember there used to be a plethora of, yeah. you know, Facebook optimization systems mm -hmm. and everything else. And it seems like those have kind of died away because I Facebook's still see them out really there and I still do some, um, sorry, I put my head over the mic there. <laughs> we still do some good things, but, um, yeah, you can do, I mean, first of all, I'm an advocate of integration and holistic strategy. So, you know, we love to see, you know, social networks combined with blogging, combined yep. with, you know, video and webinars, combined with HubSpot for tracking and, and metrics, combined with a great website as your home base. Right. Uh, you know, you and I are both big yes. advocates of the entire picture. Yeah. But you can go directly to Facebook or directly to LinkedIn and do some really powerful stuff doing nothing but advertising on that platform. Right. right. So, yeah, it's it's they're pretty self-contained these days. Uh, but, of course, I like to integrate with everything else too we're gonna have to get you to write about lead ads on the marketing tech blog I yeah think. yeah so i'd be happy to <laughs> actually just posted something last week on the spin website so we can syndicate it or kind of yeah. repurpose it if you want so yeah. definitely definitely and and uh, again spinweb.net um if you go to the top right you'll see the blog and and you can uh subscribe there so thank you thank make, you make we sure. love subscribers yeah and once again your podcast uh, it is called Spin Radio. If you go to iTunes or whatever podcast service you prefer, um, it's Spin Radio, all one word, no spaces. And if you just go to spinweb.net slash radio, there's buttons there to subscribe as well. And we actually broadcast live every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern, so you can nice. uh, listen live on that site too. Or There's also an app. We have an app on the App Store. You can grab Fantastic. It yeah. yeah. 
Michael, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Doug. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Good to absolutely. hang out with you. I know. Yeah. We need to go hang out outside of this. Yeah. Well, I love your office. It's uh, it's pretty sharp. So. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. We've worked on it a lot. So, yeah. I, and uh, I'm going to have to say this just on the, on the air so that people hear it. Michael was really, really in love with the way he sounds on the microphone. I'm jealous. <laughs> I mean, we have a we have a pretty decent setup comparatively. We use the Blue Yetis and stuff. Like, yeah. Me, but these mics, well, I'm in love. I'm like, <laughs> I walked in and started talking in these mics, and it's like, whoa. I, I can see the, the thousands money, of dollars the leaving money. my bank account right now. <laughs> the money pit begins. Yeah. That's that's why I feel this. Is, this is like leveling up in podcasting. <laughs> that's why I feel podcasting in general is, is just, and then, you know, we haven't even started video. Videos are going to yeah. be the next one that we're just spending a fortune on right we'll get there all right michael thank you so much for joining us thank today. you Doug. and that's another wrap uh like i said go see uh, michael at spinweb.net uh just a great guy incredible team uh well experienced 20 years in the industry which is uh not very common <laughs> right yeah yeah and so go check him out thanks everybody subscribe online at marketingtechblog.com Subscribe to our email, download our app, or follow us on social media.